Hello and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that we all struggle with, including myself, and that is self-doubt and the imposter syndrome. Because I swear every time you try to do something new or take ownership of something and step outside of your comfort zone, there's always that little voice in your head telling you that you don't know what you're talking about or you're a fraud or you're not good enough or you shouldn't do this. And, and you know, just all of that negative feedback that we really don't need, to be honest. And it's something a lot of people struggle with. Like, I remember when I used to watch TED Talks on YouTube, there would be people who are so successful, people who have achieved a lot, and they will talk about how they're actually afraid to be on stage or they were afraid before, like, a big event or something. And we look at them like they are anomalies, like they they are just the most confident people in the world but they tell us that they actually struggle with the imposter syndrome. And after I saw a lot of people that I look up to talk about struggling with imposter syndrome, it kind of made me feel better, not because they were struggling, but because it made me realize that that's something that really never goes away. And the only way to overcome it is to just do whatever it is you want to do, regardless of how inadequate you might feel because of that voice in your head. And all it does is just breed insecurity and fear within you. And honestly, it's just a big inconvenience. Like, to be quite honest, it's like, you know, there's something you want to do and it doesn't have to be anything elaborate. It could just be going for a new opportunity or trying out a new hobby. But that little voice just always shows up uninvited and, you know, she always has the most to say. Like, nobody invited you, sis. Why are you here? Why are you speaking? You know, like, it's just so unnecessary, but it's something we all have to deal with. And I decided to make this episode because I wanted to basically be the example for you and show you that even though I struggle with it, I'm still here creating content. I'm still here creating episodes and I'm going to be creating even more content and branching off to different platforms in the near future. And I just want you to know that I am absolutely terrified of doing that because of the fears that I talked about in my last episode. But I'm doing it anyway because I realize that feeling of self-doubt and that imposter syndrome that we all feel, the only way to get over it is to just do things afraid. Because what I have realized about fear is It's pretty much like a silent killer. It's like one of the biggest things ever, one of the biggest issues we have because it makes us overthink and think about the worst possible outcome happening. But have you ever actually done something that you were terrified of and what you thought would happen actually did not happen at all? Like you actually had a really good outcome. Everything went great but you almost didn't do that thing because you were so afraid and you made up the worst possible scenario in your mind i realized that that's what tends to happen most of the time like everything that i have done that i was extremely afraid of doing in the end it never turned out as bad as i thought it was going to be it actually turned out great like a minor example would be 
my trip to Cancun two weeks ago, I traveled internationally for the first time and I was so worried because, you know, they speak a different language in Mexico and I just didn't know what to expect. But the people were so nice and a lot of people spoke English and everything was just so easy to navigate. Like it was the easiest trip ever and I would definitely be back and I would highly recommend that you go if you haven't. But I was so afraid of going to Mexico and traveling internationally for whatever reasons. And then I went and it was like the best trip ever. And that literally made me realize that I was just overthinking for nothing. And on top of that, now more than ever, I want to take even more international trips because me overcoming that fear now has me inspired to just do more of that thing that I was so afraid of. And everything I thought would go wrong did not happen. Like it was literally just a fear making up all of these fake scenarios of terrible things and absolutely none of that happened. And that's usually what happens when we have a fear. We create these scenarios in our mind and it holds us back. But if you've ever done something you were afraid of, nine times out of 10, it probably did not go as bad as you thought it would. So that's why even though I'm afraid of putting myself out there and doing different things, I am forcing myself to do it afraid regardless. One, so I can grow from it and so that I don't make it a habit to make fear hold me back in life. And two, because I want to lead by example and show you that Yes, you might be terribly afraid of doing something, but when it comes to putting yourself out there and taking a leap of faith and doing what you really want to do, despite other people's opinions, despite, you know, your fears, it's like the most rewarding thing ever. I want you to actually take a second and think about the last time you were terribly afraid of something, but you did it anyway. And then it turned out to be absolutely amazing. Like, just think about that. How did you feel afterwards? Like, you probably felt kind of ridiculous that you were even assuming the worst case scenario to begin with. And you realize that, you know, sometimes it's just it's just us overthinking. Like, that's all it is. Fear is a silent killer. It'll prevent you from doing a lot of things that you want to do. It will silently kill your dreams like it's not something that you should put at the forefront of your life it's not something that you should let stop you because you will never have a fulfilled life if you just let your fears dictate your actions and keep you stagnant you have to do things afraid and aside from all of the negative things that we anticipate and fear just out of purely overthinking one big fear that a lot of us tend to have is the fear of criticism and just negative opinions from other people, whether it's people we care about or people we don't care about. But I've said this a million times before on previous episodes, other people do not have to wake up in your shoes and live your life for you and deal with the pain of regret that you will feel if you live your life based off of what other people expect of you. Now, it's obviously easier said than done because 
one thing that's free in this world is people's opinions. Like people just give their unsolicited opinions like it's on sale. Like people just offer up their opinions and advice that nobody asks for. So it's a problem that we all have to deal with. But at the same time, I feel like the quicker you learn how to just ignore people's opinions, the better your life will be. And I feel like that's something you learn from experience because I can sit here and say the same thing, you know, to ignore people's opinions, but I'm not on a scale where I'm receiving a lot of negativity from people, but based on the vision that I have for the podcast, I know that as I grow, probably sooner or later, you know, with more exposure comes, you know, the trolls and stuff like that. So I feel like, you know, it's something that I may have the opportunity to practice what I'm preaching, but ultimately I feel like it's just a hurdle that I'll have to get over, but that's not something that I'm going to let hold me back and force me to just sit on the sidelines my entire life. And also the people who readily give negative opinions and criticism are really just projecting their lives and their experiences onto you. And that's none of your business. That's truly none of your business. For example, let's say you want to leave your job and start your own business, right? You could be wanting to do that and somebody will say something negative about you for doing that or thinking about that, not because it's a bad idea or not because you are incapable, but because that's something they want to do, but they don't have the courage to do it themselves so they're telling you not to do it or they're criticizing you for doing it or thinking about doing it because they don't want to feel inferior because they themselves don't have the courage to make the decision for themselves. Like you see what I'm saying? Sometimes people are just going through things on their own in their own little world and they are projecting those feelings onto you and that's none of your business. And it's easier said than done. It's easier to like think about than to actually apply the concept. But honestly, that's truly what I have realized because even sometimes when the roles are reversed and I find myself thinking something that's negative or not exactly negative because I don't, I don't discourage people or anything like that. But when I find myself perceiving something as negative, I always check myself and try to ask myself, why am I looking at it this way? And it's usually because of something in my own life or an experience that formed a negative perspective that's making me look at a situation in a negative light. It's not because the situation in itself is negative. So if you really take some time to think about it, some of the negative reactions you have probably had to things that people maybe thought you overreacted for, it's really because of your own personal experiences that shaped your perspective. And that was none of their business. So that's what I'm saying. You have to take what people tell you with a grain of salt, okay? Their opinions, their criticism, their limiting beliefs is none of your business, okay? You have your own life to live for you, and that is all that matters. So now I'm going to share with you two things that I do to help me with my self-doubt or my imposter syndrome or just basically every anytime I feel self-conscious about something or anything like that. So the first thing is affirmations. Now, 
If you are a skeptic when it comes to affirmations, I completely understand because I will tell you when I first heard about affirmations, I thought it was just a waste of time, literally. Like people were saying, okay, just go in front of the mirror and say these things and then it will happen or blah, blah, blah. Like I was like, that that makes absolutely no sense because a lot of the times the things you are affirming are things you don't believe anyway or things that are not real in the present moment. But let me tell you why this actually works. So let me give you a different perspective that you actually know works, but you probably haven't realized it because you haven't thought about it in this way. So affirmations are positive statements that basically help you improve your self-confidence or manifest different things in your life. But think about it this way. If you are a negative person or when we have negative self-talk, when we constantly say negative things about ourselves, don't you believe it? Like think about it. If you keep telling yourself that you are bad with directions, right? Like that's that was something I used to say all the time. If you keep telling yourself that you are bad with directions, what do you notice happens in your life? For me, I would take actions that would affirm that statement that I kept repeating. So when I had to use a GPS or something, I would always walk in the wrong direction or I wouldn't even make an effort to try to walk in the right direction because I would say, you know what, I'm bad with directions anyway, so let me walk in any direction and then the GPS will correct me and let me know if I'm going the right way. Like, you see what I'm saying? I didn't even make an effort to try to do it right because I subconsciously convinced myself that I am just naturally bad at this thing. Another example is if you are trying to start waking up early or if you have to wake up early for some event or something and you say that I'm probably not going to wake up or I'm going to be extremely tired when I wake up because I am not a morning person. That is something a lot of people, including myself, are guilty of saying. If you constantly tell yourself or you constantly say that you are not a morning person, what do you notice? If you pay attention, your actions will align with that thing that you keep saying. So since you keep telling yourself you are not a morning person, what do you do? You set 58 alarms in the morning because you don't believe that you will naturally wake up on the first one because you think that because you are not a morning person, you will automatically be tired. So you need 78 alarms screaming at you in the morning, disturbing everyone's peace around you because you don't think you are a morning person, right? You're not even going to make the effort to only set one alarm to get up because you feel like because you are not a morning person, again, because you truly believe that, your actions will align with that negative statement that you keep saying. And to take it a step further, when I kept saying I wasn't a morning person in college, I did my best to not schedule morning classes. That was the absolute last resort unless it was the only class available that semester because I just naturally felt like I wouldn't be able to wake up for the class because I am not a morning person. You see what I'm saying? When you keep telling yourself these negative statements, subconsciously, whether you realize it or not, your actions are going to start aligning with that negative statement 
to essentially reinforce it. You see what I mean? The absolute same concept applies when it comes to affirmations, positive affirmations. What you keep telling yourself, what you keep saying about yourself will ultimately become true because you will impress that thought in your subconscious mind and you are going to start taking actions to support that statement and ultimately it will become true. You see what I'm saying? I'm not even going to go into depth about, you know, how the brain works and how the mind works and frequencies and vibrations and law of attraction. I believe in all of that stuff, but I know it's not something that's easy for beginners to grasp. So I thought I would explain it in a different light that you probably never thought about. And I hope that makes sense. Now, if you're actually interested in the scientific reasons as to why affirmations work, I will leave a link in the description to a website where you can read about how it actually works. So now that we have gotten that out of the way, let us talk about affirmations. If you constantly struggle with self-doubt and the imposter syndrome, you need to create affirmations or find them online, find them on Pinterest. If you're not that creative, that's okay too. But write down these affirmations to help you build up your self-confidence or to affirm what you want so that you can impress that in your subconscious mind and start taking actions to align with those positive affirmations. So because I struggled with confidence and, you know, self-doubt, imposter syndrome, all of that, when I just started making my podcast, and I was also very, you know, critical of my voice because like that was the first time I had to just sit there and listen to myself talk. One of my affirmations was, I am abundantly grateful to be so confident and secure within myself. And then I would also go on to say things like, I am so grateful that once people tune into my podcast that they can't turn it off because they love listening to me and I inspire them to become the best version of themselves. And I would basically just repeat things like that anytime I was doubting myself or anytime I just felt like, you know, why am I doing this, blah, blah, blah. You know, and even though in the moment I was kind of down, when I actually started saying these affirmations, sooner than later, I actually started feeling it. Like I actually started feeling confident, like it would just raise my spirits. It would raise my vibrations every time I said my affirmations on my self-confidence. And I would literally just go off in a tangent and say things like, I am beautiful, I am powerful, I am this, I am that. Like I would literally just start with the scripted version that I had memorized at that point. And then I would just go off and I would be preaching to the choir and I would literally be feeling myself and I promise you over time it's like you just feel more confident like affirmations truly truly work in the beginning you're going to feel like an idiot okay it it, it, it that's just what it is I'm not going to lie to you in the beginning depending on what you're trying to affirm depending on how you know, far away you are from that goal or how you feel in that moment when you decide to say affirmations, you might feel like an idiot. I'm not going to lie to you. The very first time I tried my hand in affirmations, not recently, recently, I started saying affirmations. By recently, I mean like last year, I think. But when I say I started saying it, I mean, I actually took it seriously. But 
I think sometime before that in college, when I first heard about affirmations, I was like, okay, let me try this. And I would go in the mirror and I would say stuff and I would look at myself and be like, go by. And I would just walk off and be like, okay, never mind. Like this, this didn't work. This is not working, blah, blah, blah. It was a fail. Okay. I, I really wasn't consistent. I didn't put any time and effort into it. So that was a flop. But recently when I started taking it serious and I was consistent and I didn't say it like, like I didn't make it so robotic. Like I learned to just say it when I was thinking about something. So you don't have to like wake up and go in the mirror and say these things or write it on a sticky note and like rehearse it at a specific time every day. Like that's not how you say affirmations. And my friend Jalen taught me that. Shout out to her. But that's not how you say affirmations. You basically just repeat the affirmations whenever you're thinking about whatever it is that you want to manifest or when you want to change your mood from what you are now to what you're trying to be. So in my case, when I was doubting myself about, you know, my self-confidence and whether or not I should, you know, make another episode then I would say my affirmations for my self-confidence and say things like people cannot stop listening to me once they start, like people are addicted to the podcast, blah, 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 right? I would say those affirmations, which was pretty much the opposite of how I was feeling because I was trying to focus on how I wanted to feel instead of focusing on the self-doubts and letting that manifest and just make me feel bad. Like, you see what I'm saying? You don't have to do affirmations in a scripted, robotic, boring way. Just create affirmations for whatever it is you want to manifest and then say those affirmations when you are thinking about that specific thing. That's it. That's how you do it. Coming from a former skeptic and someone who thought I looked like an idiot when I initially started, I can tell you when you stick with it and you do it right, It truly does work and it truly does help you take action and not let fear dictate your life. So highly recommend you start saying affirmations. And if you don't know where to start, also you can go on Pinterest and just look up affirmations for self-confidence or money or success or travel or whatever it is. You can just go on Pinterest and save those images, make it your background or something on your phone, or you can just look for the inspiration on Pinterest and then write it on your sticky notes and then keep it around for whenever you want to say them, when you are thinking about the thing that you want to manifest or when you want to just change your mood, right? Or you can Google. Either way it works. Just make sure you are saying the affirmations in the present tense. So don't say, I will be confident. Say, I am confident. Or say things like, I am confident. Or I am so grateful now that I am earning a million dollars a year. Say it in the present tense as if it already is. Do not say it in the future tense like, I will earn A, B, and C. I will be confident. No, say, I am. Say it in the present tense. So that is my advice to you for affirmations. Again, highly recommend. Don't knock it till you try it. And when you try it, be consistent. Don't be like me. Do not go in the mirror, say something, call yourself an idiot, and then go back to watching Netflix, okay? It's not going to work that way. Be consistent, and I promise you it will work.
Now, the second thing that has really, really, really helped me, and I have been doing this for a while now, is basically changing my perspective and realizing that nobody cares. Literally, nobody actually cares about you. Now, let me explain because I'm not trying to send anybody to therapy. Let me explain what I mean. When I say nobody cares, I mean everybody is just as self-absorbed as you are and they are focusing on their fears and their doubts and their life way too much to notice yours. Like, think about it. Let me give you an example. Let's say you were at Starbucks and you got something to drink and you were meeting a friend for brunch later, right? So you were drinking your drink, whatever it is you got, and you accidentally spilled some on your shirt near your hip. So now you're upset because you were looking good and now you have a stain on your shirt. But you go to brunch anyway, right? And the whole time you're walking into the building, you're trying to cover that little stain on your shirt because you feel so self-conscious about it. So you're trying to position your purse in a way that it can hide it so you don't look like a mess, even though it's, you know, barely noticeable, but you notice it, you see the stain. So you're just absorbed in the stain the whole time, trying to cover it, trying to not look unkempt. And then you meet your friend, you all walk in, you get seated. And then the first thing that comes out of her mouth is, please excuse my nails, girl. I have a nail appointment next week. I know I need a fill in, but we're just not going to talk about that. And in your mind, you're like, huh? Because you didn't even notice her nails because the whole time you were so concerned with trying to hide your little stain on your shirt from the Starbucks. And she didn't even notice it. She was so self-absorbed thinking about the fact that she needed a fill-in that she didn't even notice your stain. You see what I'm saying? People have their own little things going on in their own world the same way we do. And most of the time, if not all, people are concerned about these things way too much to even notice the little things that we are concerned about. Like, I know you've had this experience before, whether or not you had a stain on your shirt or anything like that. Maybe you were just thinking about something in your life, thinking about an event or something that you had to do. And then you met somebody and the first thing they did was point out a flaw or something about themselves as if they wanted to beat you to it. But if they never said it, you would have never noticed it. You see what I'm saying? Like we get so self-conscious about a lot of little things that people don't even notice. There might be something about you that you are self-conscious about and you are holding yourself back from doing something that you want to do. And people don't even notice. People don't even think there's anything wrong with it. Like when I say stuff about, oh, I thought it was weird for me to listen to my voice. But the people who listen to my podcast, nobody ever said anything about my voice. Like it's literally all in my head. So that's why I was like, you know what, who am I to hold myself back? If you don't like my voice, don't listen to the podcast. You know, I can't change it. But nobody ever said anything about that. It was just me being so overly concerned about things that people don't even care about. So I challenge you, the next time there's something that is making you feel self-conscious, instead of rushing to point it out like a self-defense mechanism to beat people to the criticism you think you are going to get, I challenge you to not say anything 
and just be quiet about it. And I promise you, people probably won't even bring it up because nobody was thinking about it. Sometimes people do presentations and they come off the stage and they say something like, oh my God, that was terrible. Or I was so nervous. And you looking at them are like, what do you mean you were nervous? I didn't even realize you were nervous. I would have never known if you didn't say anything. You see what I mean? That's my challenge to you. I challenge you to not rush to say something you are subconscious about as a means of beating somebody to it. Because that's really a self-defense mechanism. We try to beat people to making jokes so that we can feel in control of the situation. But I promise you, most of the times people are not even thinking about you. Literally, nobody's thinking about you like that. People are thinking about themselves. The same way you were so self-conscious that you thought you had to bring it up. Somebody's thinking about something that they are self-conscious about and they don't even notice what you are self-conscious about. So I challenge you to not even say it. And then sooner or later, you will realize that it's really not a problem. It's really just all in your head. And I have been doing this for a few years now. Every time I'm afraid of something, I just keep telling myself, nobody's thinking about you like that. And I just do whatever it is that I want to do. And then everything is fine. Nobody criticizes me. Nobody says anything because it was all in my head. So I literally just reassure myself. I tell myself that person that you think is watching you is literally thinking about something that concerns them. Like they don't care about you. Just do whatever it is you want to do. They don't care about you. They're not thinking about you like that. Okay. The sooner you adopt this, I promise you, your life will be so much easier. People are not thinking about you like that. And on the rare chance that they are, like I said earlier, that's none of your business, okay? Like I said, sometimes people are just projecting their own limiting beliefs onto you, projecting their fears onto you, and sometimes people are just miserable. That's it. Sometimes people are just miserable, and misery loves company, so they're trying to get you to join them, but you have better things to do with your time, okay? You are not going to join them. You're not going to let that concern you, like I said, They do not get to wake up every day in your shoes and live your life for you and live with any regrets that you might have because you are so concerned with what other people expected of you. Okay, so even if they do, you have your life to live, sweetheart. You cannot be concerned with what other people think. Easier said than done. But what I always ask myself, and that's literally what I've been doing as of lately, which is what is making me just do things afraid, like regardless of how afraid I am. One thing I just keep asking myself when I feel like maybe I shouldn't do something is if I were to wake up a year from now and still be in the exact same position, how would that make me feel? And I know the answer to that. Obviously, the reason why I'm doing the things that I'm doing and I'm trying to grow and become the best version of myself is because obviously I see myself living a different life, a much better life, you know, and I'm grateful for the life that I have. I don't think there's anything wrong with my life. I'm truly grateful for it. But obviously, I have bigger dreams. So regardless of how afraid I am of putting myself out there and whatever other fears that may come along the way, I always tell myself it is not worth waking up a year from now and being in the exact same position because I am all about progress, okay? 
If I wake up a year from now and I'm doing exactly what I'm doing right now, something is wrong. Okay, something is wrong. So that's literally what I keep reminding myself of. Every time I feel afraid of doing something, I tell myself that the alternative is literally waking up a year from now and being in the exact same position. And I know that's not what I want. So regardless of how I'm feeling, sometimes I literally just have to say, girl, get over yourself. And then I will do whatever it is that needs to be done. Because sis, I'm telling you, a year from now, things will be completely different than how they look. Mark my words. So every time you want to do something that you know you need to do, or you want to take a big step in your life and fear comes knocking on your door or self-doubt or the imposter syndrome, I want you to literally ask yourself, will it be worth staying in the exact same place and waking up a year from now and doing the exact same thing? Because that's literally what will happen if you let fear dictate your actions and make you cower and remain stagnant and not take any risks in your life. So ask yourself, is it worth the regret? Is that something you are okay living with? Whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is you want to try, however you want to change your life, ask yourself, the things that you are afraid of that we have already established is fake, it's just you creating scenarios of things that probably will not happen. The things that you are afraid of that are holding you back, Ask yourself, what is worse, the thing happening or you literally being miserable because a year from now you're in the exact same position you are right now? So that's literally what you have to keep asking yourself every time you feel fear, every time you let fear hold you back. Ask yourself if it will be worth the regret a year from now. So that's all I have for this week. I really hope this episode inspired you to take action and stop letting self-doubt and the imposter syndrome hold you back because we all struggle with it. It's just a matter of doing things regardless of how afraid you feel because that fear will never go away. You just have to learn your way around it. And I hope you try affirmations and I hope you're consistent with it because I know it will help you. And I really hope it just ultimately encourages you to do what is in your heart, as cliche and corny as that sounds. I really hope that that's what this episode inspires you to do. And honestly, just forget what people think because they are not thinking about you, okay? They are absorbed with whatever it is they have going on in their own lives. And for the few miserable ones that want to say something about you, sweetheart, that's none of your business, okay? Like I said, it's all because of their negative experiences. It's because their life is miserable, so all they can project is misery and negativity, okay? Stay in your lane, mind your business, say your affirmations, and you will ultimately get to where you want to go. So that is all for this week. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, please show your support by leaving a five-star rating and follow me on Instagram at secluded.thoughts. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week.